everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1998 graduation party classic, Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's Minute 34, which begins with Kenny opening his backpack. And it goes through Denise getting hit in the face with a brownie. I don't know if you paused it at right the right moment, but I paused it at right the right moment as the brownie was connecting with her head. I don't know That's if I was pausing good. it for the minute or because I needed to write something down. Ugh, it was just a beautiful pause. Ugh. Good job. My my kids have started to really appreciate great pauses too, and I've I feel like that's a positive, huge contribution I've made to their life. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so Kenny's backpack. He pulls he pulls out his Kama Sutra. Yeah. He pulls out some Tic Tacs. He gets himself uh-huh. a cup of water, like a little Dixie cup of water. He loads the gun and puts it on stage. Like, Mm -hmm. this cup of water is inexplicable. (laughs) Yes. There's, it, yeah. We don't know why he is getting this little cup of water. I always imagined it was because there's something in the Kama Sutra book that he needs to try with pouring something. Oh. But watching it, he just is sipping it. Yeah. I was assuming, see, if they had had him, like, bust out a toothbrush and, like, brush his teeth, it would have made more sense. But he just eats like half a box of Tic Tacs. Yeah. My my notes are, he starts to try some of the Kama Sutra positions. And then my second note is, God, this is masterful. Yeah. Like, if you watch one scene of this movie, mm-hmm. make it this one. Let it be minute 34. Oh, God, it's so good. It's so he, good. He, mm, he is... He has one one foot on the bathtub. Well, he starts by basically planking. Right. Between, like, he puts his feet up on the sink. Yeah. And he's basically planking with his hands on the bathtub. And then, yeah, he moves one of his feet over to the bathtub. Yeah. And then and he's s- like, how does this... Oh, wait. And, like, you see him, like... Oh, I get how this could be good. And then he slips and falls. Yeah. He's he's basically, he's like straddling the bathroom. <sighs> one foot on the sink, one foot on the bathtub. And he starts like humping the air. Yeah. And you see him, you see the moment where he's like, oh, I get it. Yeah. And that's also the moment that one of his feet slips. Yeah. And he just falls over, spilling the cup of water all over his pants. I, um... Whenever I watched this movie until this time, I don't know that I noticed that he was holding the cup of water. I watched him get it. Mm-hmm. I know that he ends up with wet pants, but I never put it together that he spills the water on his pants. I guess I thought that water was on the ground or something. It makes so much more sense and it's so well done that mm-hmm. I never, I never, it's, I mean, there's so much going on physically that I, yeah. you can't, you can't even notice the the water in his hands. So then he looks down at his pants and he worries that she'll think he has, quote, that premature evacuation. Yep. <laughs> oh, she's going to think I have that premature evacuation. That's, That's a whole Danny other Zuko. teen movie. 
Right, right, right. Uh, so then, very resourcefully, almost to the point where I feel like he's stayed at the girl whose party it is his house before or something, he goes into the linen closet and finds the hair dryer. Yeah. Which, I'm sorry, if we're talking about teenage boy, I'm not sure I would have ever thought, let's go to the hair dryer. My my first thought if I was looking for a hairdryer would have been under the sink. Sure. Maybe Kenny has an older sister. Okay. And maybe... Jenny. Jenny. Jenny Fisher. <laughs> and maybe they have a similar... Um, like, maybe they live in the same neighborhood as this girl, and so they're... Houses are like the same floor plan, yeah. so they have a yeah. similar bathroom. And maybe Jenny keeps her hair dryer in the linen closet in the bathroom. I just think this is a great bit of insp- like of resourcefulness in sort of a like he he wants to get laid and his brain is now like like flipped. Not to don't straddle the bathtub and the sink levels sure. of in- ingenuity, but like okay, here's the problem: hair dryer. Unfortunately. Now, I I wouldn't have thought to look for a hairdryer. Me neither. Me neither. I would have grabbed a hand towel and tried to blot the the water up. But I wouldn't have been like, oh, hairdryer. Jeans aren't the worst. My my thought, I gotta admit, my thought is these are dark jeans anyway. Yeah. We're going to the pool house where it's dark. It's fine. I'm just going to get out of here. Yeah. I'm gonna Come take downstairs that as a sign. holding your backpack in front of yourself. Exactly. And until have your pants you get off outside where it's... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But that's not what Kenny does. Kenny plugs in a hairdryer and tries to dry his pants while still wearing them and burns his groin. <laughs> not like badly, but like no. the hairdryer is hot and right. it is not comfortable. And so he's got to come up with a better plan. We'll find out tomorrow what that better plan is. <laughs> now, that is a good cliffhanger. So now we cut to Denise, mm-hmm. who looks at her watch. She starts to make movements to leave, and we cut to the stoners on the stairs who are eating pot brownies. Mm-hmm. Um, can I tell you a little bit about pot brownies? Sure. Tell me a little bit about pot brownies. A cannabis-infused baked good is a common type of cannabis edible, which may include hash cookies, brownies, and space cakes. One may not be able to distinguish between regular baked goods and those containing cannabinoids, which tend to have a slightly green tinge and often emit a faint cannabis smell. A mild, grassy, or cannabis flavor might be detectable if sufficient cannabis quantities are used. So my thought is that stoner guy is like your daughter in her lack of moderation uh-huh. in adding ingredients. And he was yeah. just like, some can, some pot is good, more pot is better. Uh-huh. So he basically gave his girlfriend what amounted to chocolate grass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and... Yeah. <laughs> can we talk about how massive this brownie is? They are... Big brownies. Okay, so my understanding, I have never had a weed brownie, but my understanding is that typically you start with a small piece. Right. And you go up, you get more if you feel like you need slash want more. But typically you start small because much like cutting your hair, once you've done it, 
you can't right. undo it. Sure. So you can't uneat the weed brownie if you take too much. But this thing is like, I mean, you could like throw up or whatever, yeah. but <laughs> by the time you realize like, right. oh no, that was too much weed, it's in your system. Right. So yeah, but this thing is yeah. like the size of her head. Yeah, it's, it's a, a massive brownie. It's yeah. got chocolate frosting on it, which is like yeah. the best kind of brownie. I don't know that I've ever eaten a brownie with chocolate frosting on it. Oh, I if I I don't make brownies very often because I only like the middle pieces. I do not like edge brownies. And this is once again why what we us living together would be so efficient because I am only an edge brownie guy. Kevin only, Kevin very much prefers the edge brownie. So I will make Perfect. if I make a pan of brownies. I will eat the middle one and the rest of my family eats the rest of the pan. But Mm. I often have a can of chocolate frosting in the pantry. Mm. I refer to it as shame frosting because I will eat it straight out of the can when I'm having like just a really bad day. Sure. Um, Now, that's not necessarily anything to be ashamed of, but I do feel like eating an entire can of frosting in a single sitting be proud or be ashamed, but it's going to be one of those things. You're going to be that often, and sick, whatever yeah, way you exactly. want. <laughs> but I often have chocolate frosting in the pantry. So if I make brownies, I will yeah. usually bust out the chocolate frosting and just put a ton of it on that brownie. Um, I'd like to move. Good. I'd like to move for um, the middle part of the brownie being called Bono because the rest is the edge. And that's a U2 joke that is very, that is very, uh, well, it's bad. So they. (laughs) (laughs) And you sat on that through my whole conversation about shame frosting. Aren't you glad? Well, I did, I did consider also telling you that I think you should, you should refer to your shame frosting as Seamus. So I guess I'm in sort of an Irish place right now. Um, Okay, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) I have a theory about this. So she eats some. And is disgusted and throws it. But before yeah, we get to see... Yeah, she says, dude, see, these brownies suck. Do you think... I never considered this before. Do you think that is because there is too much pot? Or not any pot? So I was thinking about that too. Because I didn't realize that too much pot would change the taste of the brownies. And make right. them taste like chocolate grass. I assumed that it would take like just so much... To, right. to overpower the chocolate flavor that yeah. it hadn't really occurred to me that that was an option. So yeah. I couldn't figure out how after one bite, she was like, these are not strong enough. Right. Especially because in a moment, we will see that they sure were strong enough for him. So I think it's got to be that they're too grassy. Right. Okay. And so they don't taste good. Because my... here So... In defense of of the there's not enough or any weed in this, um, where did he get them? Perhaps he got them from the girl who whose party is it, it is his kitchen, and it's like That's he was possible. like, "Ooh, brownies! Venus will love these brownies." Her name is Venus in my head. Um, sure, and uh, so he. He grab and that's why there's so much because he just gets it's like half a pan is left and he's just like yoink one for one half for me one half for her and then he gives it to her and he's like these brownie sucks because he's having the munchies so he I don't think he is responding to boy this pot is sure good I think he's like mm, chocolate sure you know like a real shaggy that he is 
Um, That's possible. And whereas she, not stoned, is like, these are not good brownies. Right. I want they to be don't stoned taste, and you're giving they don't, right. they, First of all, they don't taste good. These are right. not parti- particularly well-made brownies. Second of all, they're not get they're not going to get like I'm not high, so right. these don't taste good. That's possible. Um I I'd like to to yes and that because I love that. I like to think that she is uh she is going into culinary school and she actually has a really really high standard for brownies and like they're fine they're like duncan hines or whatever they're you know whatever and he's like "Mm, yummy brownies and she's like you heathen i I make you cocoa whatever blah 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 blah, uses all these words but she's also a stoner i think that i love this round character we've developed from this stereotype (laughs) Yeah, no, I do. I do too. I love that she's like this tastes like boxed brownies yeah. with shame frosting on them, <laughs> and I'm not eating how, this. How dare you put give this to me? Yeah. Um. Also, I've been seeing a lot more of Eric Belfour recently, the male stoner, because mm-hmm. uh, he was in Haven, which I watched an episode of, um, mm-hmm. randomly. Uh, he's now apparently I didn't realize this, but he's in the first season of of Twenty Four, if not more than that. Um, mm-hmm. so I've been seeing a lot Milo of- Milo right yeah okay. um, so it's weird when you see a bunch of a person that you didn't expect to be in your life as much as they are yeah, <laughs> and yeah with such a weird. long face as Eric Balfour he's basically a Disney character like yeah he's basically the guy from I don't know if they were Disney but that uh, what was that uh, the two guys that are in like Road to El Dorado yeah yeah so anyways she throws it and it hits Denise in the head. <laughs> yep. Just like right in the forehead. Sli- like the left temple. Like yeah. it's in her hair. It's on her face. And he looks upset and jumps off the stairs. Yeah. And uh, it hits Denise in the head and she looks disgusted. And then the minute ends. Yeah. Do you want to do some social media? Okay. So we are on Twitter at JE underscore Minute Movies. Um, you can also find us individually on Twitter at Unabashed James. And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. We are part of the Scavengers Network, uh, which has lots and lots of great podcasts, one of which we will place an ad for at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's it. We have one of the biggest slapstick moments of the movie yep. uh, has now happened. Um, and it's a moment that I never remember, even though it directly leads into... You're talking about the brownie big... hitting her in the face? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would say that Kenny falling over is another of the biggest slapstick moments. Agreed. This is this Agreed. is a very slapsticky minute. Mm-hmm. Yep. Emphasis on sticky. Um, oh. With yep. regards to the brownie. Yeah, no, I know. I was just picturing like what it would feel like to have brownie frosting in your hair and all over your face and it's the Gross. hair that really gets you. Like yeah. it's the hair. Like if she had hair like like mine right now, it'd be it'd be fine. I mean, it'd still be awful. At least it wouldn't be like in a long hair situation. Left. Yeah, but like she's got bangs. Yeah, it's like in her hair, and it's gross, yeah. and I hate it. Yes, yeah, it will take a long time to get out of her hair. I think probably. Yeah, and as you know, time is honey's. Go hot dogs.
The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hello and welcome to FMK All Day. I'm Erin. And I'm Elizabeth. And on this show, we play no-holds-barred f*** Mary Kill. <laughs> yes, it's true. Only we don't bleep out the bad words. No regrets. Each episode is under 15 minutes, and you can find us on the Scavengers Network and wherever you like to get your podcasts.